0: Hello, and welcome to the WooWoo Woman podcast. Today, I have a friend on the pod who has been such an inspiration, uh, Brittany Lemon, and we are talking about the Chubrub Patch, and she is the owner-creator of the Chubrub Patch, and it's been so beautiful to see her evolve and grow in what she's so passionate about and step into her power in the process. And I asked her to come on the pod to share with all of you, not only this amazing product that she's created for women and men all the same, but also to share her story in the process to inspire you to step into your power and to not allow the fear factor hold you back and I have to say we met through a mutual friend Amanda and ever since I met you I was like this chick is a shit she is so (laughs) cool she is like like going to her own beat she's always thinking about patenting something every single time we would meet you're like I'm patenting this I'm patenting that I was like This is a boss. Like she is a boss. And now, you know, through the course of the past couple of years, I think it's probably been since 2015 or 16 since we met, because that's when I met Amanda, Um, you know, I've seen you grow and evolve you know, on a professional level, but also as an, as a person in your power with what you're doing and what you're putting out there. So thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the pod and share your story and not only inspire me, but inspire all the listeners out there.
1: Of course. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is
0: going to be so fun. It's going to be just like girl talk all night. I love exactly. It. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about like maybe a little bit of the back ends of like where you essentially like came up with you. You have so many ideas, by the way, like every time I I look
1: at it. I Shelly, I have, and this is not a lie. I probably have a list of over
0: 50 different
1: ideas and it's kind of like, I'm like, okay, this one works. Now let's go to the next one. (laughs) I love it. Inventor brain. I don't, I really don't know like how it came about. I mean, I think it started, And we'll jump into that a little bit later, but it started when I um, did my first patent. And then all of a sudden it just like opened up like my brain. It's like, okay, how can I make this better? How can I make this better? And I feel like I've always been that kind of like as a kid, just like tinkering around with things, but then now I know where to put it. You know what I mean?
0: That's so great. And you know, what's interesting. It's like all the things that I've read about about like self-development and pursuing your purpose and your passion always reminds you to go back to what you used to do as a child and mm-hmm. to get into that child's like nature. So it's interesting because myself included with like art and speaking and singing and dancing as a child, I love to do that shit. And yet as we grow older, it's kind of beaten out of us to an extent. Right. But like yeah. you go back to that, that's like our natural state because we're so pure then like we know how we feel. We could pick up on how other people feel so much more than we do as adults. So going back to the roots as a child and, and being able to still be in that creative energy is so cool. So, it's so, so cool. Funny
1: you say that and I have this funny story because, you know, um, we'll go into like what I do, but I, I am a hairstylist and a makeup artist and I um work for WWE. But backstory about when I was a child, my mom told me that when I was like five years old, do you remember Rainbow Bright?
0: Yes, Rainbow Bright. <laughs>
1: Yes, of so course. I took my sister's rainbow bright and I thought I was like the best hairstylist and I took it on the couch and was giving it like different like hairstyles and I would like show my sister I was like look at this and it was like probably like a bob or something and she's like what are you doing oh my god my rainbow bright and I was like it's so great It's <laughs> and I was like wow And I guess that's where it all began.
0: Yeah, that is. And it's like, it's fun to just be able to, to step into that in such a way where it's just organic. And now you're doing essentially what you've sort of been doing your whole life, but right. on a different level, obviously. Yeah. And maybe getting
1: paid here and there. That works yeah.
0: too. <laughs> great. That helps to be paid for what you love to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, really. It re- it's pretty amazing because going back, like I... Did, I had no idea like what I wanted to do, um, in high school. Like all my friends are like, you know, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be whatever. And I was just like, I have no idea. And mm-hmm. I remember loving like the arts. I loved art class. I love theater, all of that. But I was like, I could be an actress. I don't think I can be an actress. You know, like I had no idea. I come from a very, very small town, one stoplight. So, and of course like the internet wasn't then, which is like aging me, but, um, you really just don't have your eyes open to the world, you know, now kids nowadays, I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but you just have so many more opportunities because of the internet. And so then I was like, well, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. Like, okay, I guess I'm just going to go to college because I don't know what I'm going to do. So I went to my first year of college. I loved theater class. That was pretty much it. And i was like, okay, now what? And my dad and I sat down and had a conversation and he was like, you know, Brittany, what do you think about, you know, being a hairstylist? And I was like, oh no. Cause I'm just thinking like, of course I've always been like an entrepreneur, but I'm also thinking money. Like I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, my mom paid $10 for that haircut that I just had. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, you know, 15 and I was like, oh, 20 bucks. Okay. And I was like, no, I want to be like wealthy. Like that's not going to work for me. And so my dad sat me down and he's like, you know, you don't have to like be a hairstylist in this small town. You can go somewhere else and and make really decent money. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll do that. You know? So I had to make a big decision because I'd made amazing friends in college and I was like, okay, I'm going to make this jump. And so I moved to Columbus. I was going to Bowling Green State University. I moved to Columbus and uh, applied to cosmetology school, got in, walked in first day. I was like these are my people (laughs) it was so crazy because it was just like so exciting because first of all like uh, shelly you know me but everybody else doesn't know me and i have like a crazy haircut i've always had like purple hair pink hair like whatever And and i walked in and i was like oh my god these people are just like me you know like not even talking to these people i could just see they were very like eccentric and like out there And so then I started talking to people and I was like, oh my God, this is my spot. This is my jam. I love it. I did very, very well in cosmetology school. And, um, then they asked me to be in one of their programs. I said, yes. And I had like a two-year contract with them. So I wasn't loving Columbus. I mean, I love the city. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't love the weather. So that's me again, being the wild and out there kind of crazy personality that I have. I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I guess I'm going to have to move somewhere. So then I was like, maybe somewhere like warm. I was thinking Arizona, Florida. So, um, uh, story short, my friend and I, we kind of, um, checked some things out. There was a hurricane. He couldn't go. So I ended up moving to Florida on my own. And it was just like, okay, 21, here you go. My mom's like, I oh, it's such a good idea. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like okay. It's a
0: great idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm here 20 years later. So that's great. Um, but I ended up having my sisters come down here with me just like to help me move or whatever. They went back a week later and I had found my roommate on the internet and everything worked out great. It's so crazy. It's like thinking back to the day, you know, and then I started working, um, just at a restaurant because I was like, okay, like I'm going to have to figure out like my bearings and I moved to Miami. Like, first of all, that's a little wild of being 21 and like coming from a very small town. So then I, um ended up working at this restaurant and it, um, happened to be that there was a photographer that worked there and we had, you know, started getting along, hanging out. And he was like, Hey, you know, would you like to help me on some photo shoots? And he's like, I heard that you could do hair. And I was like, yeah, that would be great. And then, um, it came to the point where he was like, well, you know, since we've worked together a few times, how about, um, are you interested in doing makeup? And you know, this is 20 years ago. So I didn't even know that there was a makeup Academy out there so I was like okay great you know like let me jump into Sephora really quick and figure out something you know I'm kind of like a fake it till you make it kind of person <laughs> you know like I definitely do like study and all of that when it comes to time but if it's at that point and I need to get by I'm doing it
0: you're figuring so, it out
1: exactly so then that's um what happened and he had um We had started working on some people and we had a lot of African-American clients. And so when um, we would, when I would do their makeup, it looked great. And then he would photograph them and they came out very ashy. So I was like, I got to figure this out. Um, I can't be, you know, having people pay me and not really knowing what I'm doing. And so um, he was telling me about this makeup academy and he's like, one of the number one schools is in Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, really? Wow, that's amazing. It just like was meant to be at that point. So then I ended up um, going to cosmics and did, um, I think it was like a three month program, two or three month program there. And ever since then, I've been doing hair and makeup.
0: I love it so much. Your dad, your dad saw your skills on your, on the rainbow bright. Right?
1: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. He's like,
0: Brittany. I see your skills. Let let's monetize with this. Let's monetize. <laughs> I'm was so like, no. fascinated after like listening to that story. I, when we're done with this, I want you to give me your birth information because I'm super curious of like what your charts like. Um, what's it. your sun sign? What's your sun sign? What
1: what does that even mean? I'm sorry, I don't even
0: know. Like your date, like your sun sign in astrology. It's like your your main sign. So I'm an Aries. My sun sign is an Aries. So I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Okay. Because Capricorns are all about working success. Like they are more than likely entrepreneurs. Like that makes so oh. much sense. Yes. Listen, I'm telling you, there's something within the stars and people's lives. And once I believe we, it. I can not
1: think no more.
0: Yes. Once we become privy to it, it's like, wow, that all makes complete sense. But you also- um, remind me a little bit of myself in a sense of saying like, there are so many different things that we're so interested in and we lead with where we are intended and feel we should go as opposed to feeling we have to do this. Right. And it's, it's really beautiful how like your story just stacks on top of one another. It's like one move, like led to another move, led to another move. And it sounded like you were all gas, no breaks. Like you're like, let's go. Let's do like, like that.
1: I definitely <laughs> feel like that. It's like, I do not know how it's calmed down.
0: Yes. Yes. Always having to do something. And it's just really cool. How is it, how much it's evolved from just like that backstory to like where you are now and dude, like I'm sure so much growth in that process. Right. Because like when you're going through a big move, that's huge. Right. That's a transition in and of itself. You have to like right. figure it out survival wise right and then building upon that building upon your skills and like being able to be successful in that but just by fully being led and also responding to what comes your way and saying like that resonates let's go like this resonates let's go like I'm gonna figure this out let's do it so that's like a really huge call and and for myself included, I get like this guttural sense. It's like, just go, just figure it out. If, if it comes, if it amounts to something great, if it doesn't amount to anything great, it was an experience. Right.
1: No harm, no foul. That's how I always exactly. kind of just like, you know, people are always like, so my sister always says this, like, you're always just a person that just says yes. Like no matter what it is, if it's skydiving, yes. If it's <laughs> $10,000 into that, go for it. You know? Cause I'm like, the thing is, is like what you don't know, you don't know. So yep. you might as well go and try and learn and learn and learn along the way. And if you absolutely. fail learning some other way, you know,
0: absolutely. And like speaking about failure, which we t- kind of touched on before recording, it's like we see the success and we talk about the success. And I think a lot of people on many different podcasts always talk about like, Oh, you're doing this, you're creating this, you're being, su- you're successful. It's so amazing. And we fail to kind of touch upon the failures because failures oftentimes lead us to that ability to have a contrast in where we're going in the direction we're headed so what is your experience with failures like how many times have you failed along the way like maybe certain things didn't quite work out the way that you thought but you again like of course because that's who you are you're probably a manifesting generator too you pick up the ball and you just you keep going you know and you don't let like things that may or may not have worked out the way you intended hold you back. It's like, okay, turn the page. Let's go move forward.
1: Um, Can we go back and can we start um, where I actually started the product? And then absolutely, absolutely
0: jump back to that. Absolutely. So yes. Tell us a little about your product. Tell us about all the things. And then people will understand what I'm talking about then. Yes.
1: Okay, so I um, started this product during the pandemic and I worked for WWE and we were kind of put on hold, as in we were um, put in Orlando. And so we were taping things, we were going live. I mean, it was just like a really, really crazy time. So, I mean, most of the time I live in and out of a hotel, so it's not really that big of a deal. But sometimes we would be there for a week, two weeks, and we would just like, you know, you'd have your off times and it's like, okay, what do I go do? You know, like you can't mm. do anything. You can't go anywhere. The gyms are closed. The pools are closed. All of that is closed. So, you know, I, I had had this idea. Let me jump to there really quick. I like to do that. Jump all, all over the place. So you just got to keep me in line a little bit.
0: <laughs> I no, it'll, so, flow. it'll flow perfectly. <laughs>
1: yes. So um, when I came to this product, um, my sister and I were at a Dolphins game, and we were tailgating. And she goes into the porta potty, and she's in there for like, I, I, no lie, like five to seven minutes. And I'm like, "What is going on? People are looking at me, like judging me." I'm like, "Hey, it's not me, you know, like whatever." <laughs> so she comes out, and she's like pale as a ghost. She's sweating. She's like, you know, like kind of hanging on. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" You know. Then people kind of <laughs> feeling bad for like, you know, talking shit about her. So I was like, okay? She's like, yeah. She's like, I had to wear Spanx because I didn't want to chase because, you know, you're at a Dolphins game for 10 hours. Um, so she's like, I had to wear Spanx and they were so tight and like getting them down and getting them back out. up, She almost passed out because of oh <laughs> so, like, I was like, oh my God. Like she's like, I think I need to sit down. I was like, oh my God, this is such a problem. Right. Like, in I feel like. Such a problem. Women, men, nobody should have to deal with this problem. So, Especially in you know,
0: Florida, right? Like, exactly. Get extra layers in Florida. No, thanks. Exactly.
1: And so we've tried, uh, my sister and I uh, lived together in the past for like 10 years. And so we've tried everything. We've tried, you know, there's creams out there. There's gels, you know, of course, Spanx. Um, there's people have worn like men's boxer shorts. I haven't gone that far, but I mean, I would pretty much do anything. My other sister um she has like a whole routine like when we go on vacation it's like put on the cream and then you put on the powder on top of it and then you sit there for five minutes then you put the powder on again like all this stuff and i was just like to my sister jacy i was like what are you doing you know she's like hey you know you got to do what you got to do and i'm like i totally understand so my sister and i were like talking that day and i was like i got to do something you know so it was kind of like on my mind on my mind It was like when the pandemic hit, and I was like, I have to do something about this. Like, it just kept, I kept like testing things out here and there, not really like talking about it to people, but just like, I'm gonna figure something out, you know. So, I went through all different kinds of materials, like, you know, just going to CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, like, just figuring out different things, and finally, um, figured it out. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do something about this. So, I take a course. And it's called InventRight, and it's for people that want to license a product. I've wow, what it- is it called again? InventRight? Yes, InventRight. And it's it's amazing. Like, so before when I had um, invented a product before with my other patent, um, a gentleman asked me, you know, like, what would you do differently? And I was like, I would love to have a mentor, because whenever you have, like, any questions about normally anything in life you go to your friends you go to your mom you go to your dad your aunts and uncles i knew no one that had invented anything so i was like i need to have a mentor like ding 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 light bulb goes off and i'm like hmm so i start researching like inventing licensing and this guy Stephen key comes up and he wrote this book called one simple idea and it's amazing i did it on audiobook when i was going like up like back and forth to orlando And I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. So I did the course and the thing is I still do it to this day. I love it because it keeps me in line and keeps me in check and it's just accountability. And so for me as well, I am in the process still of like trying to license my product. Um, but it just helps me along the way to get to where I'm at, you know, and it helps me Manufacturing the product. I mean, they've helped me in so many ways. And there's also like a group of people there that are like minded people, which I think is an amazing thing to do mm-hmm. is to be around your people, just like when I walked into cosmetology school. Absolutely. My people. And when I invented before, when I started inventing again, like I knew nothing. And so I went on um, meetup.com and they had a meetup group for people that um, invented products. And huh. so that. I started like kind of talking to people and I was like, you know, like maybe this person knew a lawyer and this person knew someone that invented something. And this person had an invention, but they didn't want to talk about it, but they would still talk about the process, you know? So went there, did that, did the invent right. And I'm in my hotel one day. And I was just like, I had so like, I started calling companies and that's what you start to do when you license a, uh, trying to license a product. And so I had called all these major companies and there's like a whole rhythm to the licensing process. And I just kept getting the answer was, you know, this product is great, but not right now because of the pandemic. Nobody knew what was going on, you know? So there was months of that, months of that. So I was just like, okay, you know, one day in my hotel room, I'm like, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do this. I have to do this myself because nobody is believing in this product as much as I am. Or they can't do it because the company is holding them back because nobody knows what's going on. And so for me, that was probably, um, I would say March, probably. So probably like a year ago, um, I was like, I have to figure this out. So ended up like figuring out manufacturing. I have a business consultant who is a friend of mine that I met through different inventors. And he's helped me with my first product. And then that is honestly about, I feel like anything in the world is just about having connections and knowing, people. and it's, it's like, you just got to put yourself out there, you know? And there was this, um, article that I read by, um, Bethany Frankel and, uh, she does a skinny girl margarita and she was like, you know, everyone's so worried about like telling their idea or their invention to somebody because they think someone's going to steal it. No, nobody's going to work as hard as you are to do that. And the process behind it, I mean, I've spent hundreds, hundreds, probably even thousands of hours working on this. So it's like, no, one's going to put that time in if it's not their idea,
0: you know? So So
1: talk about it, speak about it. And you can get so many more connections that way.
0: So true. And you know what's really fascinating about what you said is that I think a lot of people are very much in that position, regardless of whether it's an invention or stepping forward in a different business. It's like, where do I even start? You know, and t- truly, like the resources that and the value that you just gave us, you know, and me, I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't even know event Right. Because I've come up with certain things. And I'm like, how do I know if that exists? How do I know if that's even something that'll swing it? It's like, where do you even start when you have these things? So it's so fascinating to hear you speak upon this, because I think that is probably the biggest deterrent. And what mm-hmm. Beth Frankel said Dude, like when you said that, I was like, fuck, that's so true. Like who's so gonna fight? Who's gonna fight for an idea that's not their own that they're they're not knowledgeable of, first of all, or passionate yeah. about, right? It's like yeah. your product, like you saw your sister, she had chafed between her legs, and you're just like, this has gotta fucking stop. Like yeah. and I, and I have that problem it? all the time too.
1: And then yeah. then you wanna go to a baby shower on a Saturday and you wanna go to a brewery on a Sunday. You can't be cute at both of them because you want to wear a dress or you want to wear a romper or something. And you're like, have to decide, oh, I, I can only do it this day and not this day because I'm going to have chafing. So the next day I'm going to have to wear jeans and I don't want to wear jeans, you know? So it's like nobody should have to make that decision to be like, oh, my God, am I going to be comfortable or not comfortable? I just feel like that's not fair.
0: No, it's not fair. And you know what? I think like what just came to mind, I listened to this podcast and I want to say it was on Lewis House's podcast. Mm. He had um, the um, owner and inventor of Spanx on there and she was discussing her process and her story and her her trying to get all this stuff out. And I really feel like this is like the next generation of that because- dude, this could be like, not just that it could evolve and grow with more ideas and more like happenings that happen with not only women, right? Like, this is also something that is like for both, both genders, you know what I mean? Like, regardless of whether you're masculine or feminine, like you could use this, this is like useful and liberating at the same time. You know, it's like, you're not, you're not focused on not only what you're, you have to wear or how you feel. You're like, I want to wear this and I could wear it. Like I'm going to be good. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. And that's how, that's the reason why I wanted to come up with this product too. Just because I want to help so many people out. Like I always feel like I come up with these ideas and I'm like, no, this one is the one that I'm going to focus on because it's helping so many people out and it's making their lives happier and easier, you know? And it's just like, if it makes my life happier and easier, oh my God, you know how many other people that it could. So Fuck that's yeah. what- Yeah, when I was in uh, the hotel room, that's when I was like, I have to venture it. And a lot of times, you know, like it it does get expensive. So like, that's what sometimes deters people too. But if anybody out there right now speaking to you guys, if you are, have ideas, and I know a lot of people do because a lot of people know that I've invented something, call me, text me, whatever, blah, 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 um, is go to... And first get that book, uh, One Simple Idea. It's on Amazon. It's for 20 bucks and see if you're even interested in it because that Mm. will tell you the process, you know? And if you're like, not really like in it, you're like, okay, I wouldn't even mess with it. But the thing is, is that about licensing is that it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Like when you venture your product, you know, it gets expensive. So licensing is not like that. It's, it's, I mean, you could probably license something for under a hundred dollars.
0: Really? And then when you say licensing, cause forgive me, I'm not as like, savvy oh, in this. And I feel like, I don't know what
1: you know. You don't know what I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I
0: mean. So like when you say licensing, is that in the sense of saying like patent, like where it's like somebody like that, this is your idea and you can license it or is it something different?
1: So there's two different things about licensing. Um, some people think licensing is like, um, let's say like skull candy headphones, you know, then they want to put a Mickey mouse on the side of it. They want to put Disney on the side of it. That's a licensing deal. Also with my product and licensing products like that is where you are really selling your idea to a company Got and it. they giving you a fee.
0: Gotcha. Off of
1: Each single product that they sell. Got it. Yeah. So instead of, you know, spending, I don't even know. 30, $50,000 to venture a product, you know, some, some may be less and some may, may be more depending on if you're getting into, you know, mechanics and all kinds of stuff like that. Apps are very expensive too, to venture. Um, then you can, you know, be that person that if you're going to put in the work, you can get licensing done for, you're going to get a, a smaller fee, but at the same time, let's say you license to a company that sells at Walmart, you know, how many Walmarts are there how many units are you going to sell? You know? So it's like really definitely worth
0: it. Yeah. Gosh, this is so fascinating. I'm like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, tell me more.
1: (laughs) I love it. So I will tell you more. So when I was, um, after I said, I'm going to venture it, I got the manufacturing and I kind of like, again, it's like me moving to Florida. I had no idea what I was doing. You know, it was like, I had manufactured my last product But at the same time, manufacturing is totally different when it comes to fabrics and comes to adhesives and like all of that. Um, So I just did research online, you know, and when I was in that hotel or on a flight or in a hotel room, any of my time away from WWE, I was working on this product and still am to this day because it's never over. Right. So I ended up uh, venturing it and, and that means like bringing it to market. And so I brought it to market and I launched July 5th and I kind of had like a little launch online, you know, social media. I think I know what I'm doing and I don't really sell anything. So it's like, okay. Oh, I'm like, oh, a sale. Oh, it's my sister. Oh, a sale. Oh, it's my best friend. You know, so like, I have a try because people are actually buying, you know, but then I was just like, how am I going to do this? You know, I was like, this product's great. I need people to know about it. and The thing is with licensing as well is it could go two different ways. You can, you know, license, let's say that I just have this uh, little wallet here. Let's say you want to venture this and you uh, bring it to market. Um, You can, you want to prove that this is actually worth it so that a company will come to you and say, Hey, wow, you've had this many sales. I do want to bring this to my company. And the reason why people do that is because they take the risk away from the company. So let's say you have this wallet and this is a brand new idea and you go to license it and they love it. They may do it without you actually venturing it and you could just make a prototype. So there's like two different ways that you can do it as well. And so July 5th, we launched, didn't really have a ton of sales. I mean, it would come in a few here, a few there, whatever. And um, we probably sold the first like month, maybe just starting out. I'd have to guess 150. And then I was on vacation with my nephew and he was like, Amber, you have to go on TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, like not another social media. I can't, you know, I was just like pulling my hair and he was like, no, really? It's like so fun. And, you know, he's trying to tell me like the fun aspects. And I'm like, okay. I was like, will you show me how to do it? And he was like, yeah, I'll show you. So he showed me and <laughs> I remember making our first TikTok like on vacation. And I mean, in the beginning it had like 25 hits or something like that. And then I remember like being at home and being like, okay, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another one. And so I kept, uh, I had to uh, text my nephew and he's 15, by the way. So I was like, "Um, can you record your phone while you're editing this so I can see how to do it? Cause I had no idea, you know? And then again, it's like, what you don't know, you don't know. So you just start learning and it's just like a new iPhone that you use, whatever you just have to keep going, put in the effort don't give up. I keep telling my friends that have products out there, I'm like it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. It's consistency, being persistent. Mm. And it went wild. It was like, you know, because like I would try and do like 3 videos a week, which they say try and do one every day. I just don't have that kind of time. Um so I try and do 3 during the week or 3 um in one week. So I try and do like maybe two on the weekends because most people are on their phones then and then like one during the week. And so it went crazy. And so it went like from like, you know, 100, 200, 300. And I remember sitting in my hotel room and I was on the phone and I am so very grateful. My sister helps me out with all of like my accounting and all of that. And then I also, my sister-in-law does all of the shipping. And so she's trying to call me and I'm just like, what? you know, I'm on the phone, you know, whatever. And she's like, you need to call me now. So I was like, Hey, I gotta go, you know, call her. And she's like, you need to shut down the website. We've sold out a product. And I was like. What, like, it was like oh my crazy- gosh, yeah, because it's like so crazy. Because, like, we're linked up to Shopify, that's how we have our website, and so, like, the sales just kept coming in. And, like, I had my phone on, like, the ringer, and it was like ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh, I gotta turn my ringer off, you know, like, wow, this is amazing. And so, we ended up selling out of our first run, and I believe it's all because of TikTok and just being consistent with the videos and showing people how it works and showing people that it does work and showing people how to um, take it off as well. And just showing the videos of that and people are like, wow, I need this. And then they started sharing it. And now we have over 20 million views on TikTok. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We have one video that has, um, and this is, again, if you guys go on my TikTok, the Chubb Rub Patch, you can see that a lot of them are done in a hotel room. And the one that I'm putting it on, like standing up, and then I put it on, um, sitting down because you can do it however you prefer has 9.7, uh, 9.7 million views. And it has like, I think like 50,000 shares or something crazy like that. And so, you know, when somebody on TikTok is like, you know, Hey, I like it. Maybe you would like it. And so then that's just like so many more people that know a bunch of products.
0: Holy shit, dude. I downloaded TikTok and I like fingered it for a couple of minutes. And I was like, I need a coach for this.
1: <laughs> I'll be your coach. I am. Going
0: to go- be my coach. coach, be my, my coach for that yeah. because dude, and truly I've heard this, like not just you, but like, I've heard so many other people say that like, you have to get on it. And I'm just like, I don't know if that's for me, you know, but yeah, like you said, it's a learning curve and being able to step into that uncomfortable position can be so beautiful at the same time, because, you know, this is something that I preach in my classes. I'm like, get comfortable with, with being uncomfortable because that's where that growth happens, you know, yeah. and that exposure happens. And it's, it's being able to evolve and grow not only within yourself and what you're doing, but also with the times, you know, it's like, it's not as easy, like it, you yeah. know, it's not, it's not, it's different. Like, fortunately in this day and age, it is a lot easier if you have the right resources, because there's more exposure for people because we have the social media. and right? the internet. Whereas like back in the day, like you had to be like a part of somebody big or know somebody big in order right? to get something in a store. So we have, you know, the potential for all of us to be successful in what we're most passionate about. Um, but at the same time, there is going to be layers that you don't know and you have to be okay with that and say, okay, like, I don't know, but let me fucking figure it out. That's I incredible. I love this story so dang much. Like, oh, thanks, and that's why
1: we're friends.
0: Yeah. But it's so, <laughs> it's so empowering, bro. Like for real, because it's not just the product that's amazing. Right. But it's, it's about the process. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. And it is about being able to move with in such a way that the success comes naturally. Like you did like these videos, like they're not like in a studio, they're not anywhere like, you didn't pay. like this is real life, you know? It is, well, yes.
1: I think I've paid for one ad on there to see how it would work. And it didn't do as well as the ones that are just being organic.
0: Yep. And I swear that somehow, in some way, shape, or form, the videos that are organic, somehow the algorithm can pick up on that. And it's like, it keeps hitting you now.
1: I mean, they know it all at TikTok, I tell you. But it's just so crazy (laughs) because sometimes, like, you know, I'll put one out, like, during the middle of the day, not check my phone, and all of a sudden, the sales are just coming in. And it's because of that. And people are seeing, you know, that the product actually works. And I just love all of our customers because they'll put on there, like, best product of 2021 or thanks for like, cause there's a hashtag on there that people say, TikTok made me buy it. And oh, so they're like, yes. TikTok made me buy it. I loved it. It's so great. I'm buying my second pair or my second order. And I'm like, yay, I love it.
0: It's so oh awesome. My gosh. So incredible. Now, are they like disposable? Can you use them again? Like what exactly? Like as far as like the, the patch itself, like how many come in the pack, like give me the deets.
1: So we have, um, we sell on our website right now, two pair, which is, um, four patches. They are not reusable. Um, you can put them on and you have to apply them with no oils, no, any lotions or anything on your leg. And if you press down firmly on all of the edges, it could possibly stay up to five days. And so yeah, I've tested it out. I went in the shower. I've worn it in the ocean. I've worn it at the pool. I've worn it shopping, all of the above. And mine has stayed that long. So it's pretty great.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yes. And then we also have, we just ran a sale um, a few weeks ago on Zulily. And so that's pretty amazing. And we sell um, exclusively for them right now. We have 10 patches. So five pair exclusively for them. And then we also um have a subscription on our website as well.
0: This is so good. So I have an experience. Um I would get like the rug like not I guess it's kind of like chub rub but like on it's on the thing. side. Yeah like yep. chafing like on the side of my arm. Mm-hmm. And like as you're saying this I'm like it could be for this. It could be for that. It could be <laughs>
1: So it's so funny you say that because I did a half marathon um I- it was probably six months ago and I did wear it in that exact spot and it worked amazing really amazing and so like when I'm like shopping it to companies they're like how are you going to grow and I'm like well you know in the last um in the last eight eight months I think now that we've had it we um now have five colors we started with two so we've expanded to five because we want to be more inclusive And we also are pitching it to other people. There's athletes that have been wearing them. There's actually fishermen that um, wear them with their um, trunks that have said that it's amazing, you know, different runners, everything. So we are just getting out there and saving the chafing.
0: Saving the chafing. I love this. Yes. Gosh, saving the world. Let one less chafe at a time. One
1: less (laughs) rub at a time. Yes, that's exactly right.
0: Yeah, I love it. So, okay. So tell me like about maybe some of the the struggles that you face, like any fears, any anxieties and like stepping into this or maybe even something that's happened in the past with a different product that's kind of like giving you the leverage to, to be as productive and as powerful in this product. And in my opinion, just listening to you speak, I, I remember you speaking about a couple other products like when we were out a couple times and the passion that you have behind this one literally is the oomph to the sauce that has made this fly. I and in my I love opinion. it.
1: Yes, I love it. It's because to me, I just feel like it's such a product that so many people need. You know, it's not a want, it's a need. And that's why I feel like, you know, so many people are like, well, there's a, so many different products out there for chafing. Why is yours so much better? I'm like, because mine lasts. Like, I cannot go a day and have a a deodorant stick in my purse and then have to pull it out every single time I go to the bathroom. I don't want to have to worry about it. I want to be able to stick it on my thigh and go to this party that I want to go to and not have to worry about chafing. And so that's why I just feel like it's, that's where my passion comes from. You know, I just love that.
0: Yeah. And like personal experience too, you know, like nothing like having like that, that experience in, in like in it yourself. To say like, okay, this has helped me. This has helped people I know. Right. And it's worth it. You know, the product is not only valuable, but useful. Like you said, like people need it. And right that's huge. Like giving people what they need and maybe like some people don't even recognize that they actually need it, you know, <laughs> until and they try.
1: So like I was on um, this other podcast and she was just like, like she never had gotten chafing before. So I was like explaining it, you know? And I was like, you know, the thing is, is it's like kind of like women's periods, like right. nobody talks about it, but everybody gets it, you know? And so I'm not saying every single person, but it says 97% of people's thighs touch. So it's likelihood that a lot of people have it. And the thing is, is that I just feel like talking about it, being open about it, making it more like I've even put on my packaging, like bright colors, pinks and oranges and yellows, just to make people feel good about themselves. You know, it's like a confidence thing. And so I just feel like I want to portray that through my product because once I put it on as well, I'm like, oh, here we go. Watch out world.
0: Let, Let the me- pot is start. <laughs>
1: that's right that's right so I just feel like it's honestly it's um helped so many different women and men and everyone in between make them feel better about themselves so that's why I love it
0: yeah and you could you could tell it shines through that you're like super passionate about it and from one spectrum of yeah it's a great product but from the other where it's like wholesome Yes. You know, it's not like saying like, hey, I invented this and I want to make a, like a bunch of money from it and like hand it off and sell it. It's like, no, this is my jam. Like, I love this so much. I'm passionate about it and I'm going to improve it. I'm going to make it better and make other people feel better. And that behind a product in and of itself is success, in my opinion. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yes. Well, let me
1: talk about you said um failures and like things that have been like tough along the way. Um I would have to say like first thing is first of all like really believing in yourself to put the money towards something as big as this. You know, because you really have to first of all believe in your product because if not, you know, wh- what are you doing it for? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, like I could really become broke on if this doesn't succeed and you really have to take that chance on yourself Mm. and really go forth with that. And so, so many people along the way, and I'm not naming any names, but they just didn't think that it would work, you know? And it was just like, Are you sure? Like kept asking, are you sure? Do you think you should really do this? Is this, you know, is this the right thing for you? Have a great job. Why would you do this? You know? And I honestly never thought once, like, why would I not do this? Um, Just because I've always like believed in myself and always thought, like, you know what? If it does fail, I'm going to go and figure something else out. Or if it fails in a certain way, I can veer and make it work some other way. I've just, I have always had this thing where I feel like I am never scared to do anything that I believe in because it it will teach me in some certain way. Or like I said, I'll pick up and, and where I left off or where it failed and turn the corner and start something different, you know, and figure out a different way to make it succeed.
0: Yeah. And how did you know for sure? And I think you said it already, but like, how did you know for sure that nothing was going to deter you? I, Is, honestly, a feeling? Is it like this, like inner knowing, was it maybe the fact that you had like that experience underneath your belt, that like personal experience? Like, how did you know, like in your body, in your mind?
1: I really feel like the first time that I, um, invented my first product, that that was just the trial run. It was kind of like, I mean, at the time, of course I was like, wow, this is really going to succeed. But now looking back, like, you know, even my, my mom will ask me sometimes like, Oh, why didn't you ever go back to that? Or, um, aren't you sad you wasted money? And I'm like, I, I remember having this conversation the other day with, her. I was like, I never wasted money on that. I said, the thing is I learned so much from that to get me where I am today you know? So I, I never would take that back by any means, but going to the, um, I I think it's a feeling for me. And I have always just believed in myself, no matter what, like, I don't know. I I don't really know if you can teach that, but it's just like,
0: yeah.
1: Just like knowing that you're worth it. And why can't you make it just like anybody else? And the thing is, is like, I'm around celebrities every single day and I'm not trying to toot my horn. I'm just saying like. Hey, I'm just as good as they are. You know, what yeah. would make them different? They put one pant leg on at a time, just like I do. They're awesome people to work with. I'm an awesome person to work with. So it's just like I feel like they're maybe a little bit better at something that they're passionate about, and I'm a little bit better at something that I'm passionate about. So mm-hmm. I just feel like that's where it works.
0: Yeah. And consistency compounds too. Oh, and, oh, sure. And, it stacks like on top of one another and being able to stick with it regardless of what may come your way and bring those challenges or the naysayers and being able to, like you said, believe in yourself and know in the end as well that the money is just an energetic frequency and representation of the individual. So that's why so many people have been able to invest and take these risks. And I obviously like, if it's going to put you in the streets, that's, that's a different story, but like mindfully, but taking these risks are what can potentially, and we hear this all the time, you have to take risks to get the reward and that risk and that money that you invest, that puts money, like that energy behind whatever it is you're doing is like, all right, babe, it's like a smack on the ass. You're not going to get anything for free. Personally, right. like if I give clients some, uh, a course for free, I, I keep track of it. They don't finish. Right. Oh, like wow. when, you put, when you put money sometimes behind what you're investing, yeah. it gives you that energy. And it's a part of your energy that you're investing into that, that requires yep. you. And also almost innately to create that consistency to compound. Because that money that you're investing is a compound interest. That's going to continue stacking right? As much as, you, as much as you want it to stack, depending on how much you put in. Right.
1: Exactly. And it's just like, when, like you were saying, when you put the money behind it is like, you're giving it more worth for some reason. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly. And that's the reason why I always feel like people have asked me before, like, why do you have a coach? And That is, that's one of the things it's like, you know, Hey, I pay for this. So every week I'm going to sit down for my 30 minutes and bring all of my thoughts together. And we're going to go over this. Even if it's honestly, like I have two or three questions and it may last 10 minutes. I'm going to ask him, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this going somewhere else? Maybe it's not even in the licensing. Maybe it's not even product related, you know, he's kind of like, I tell him he's kind of my therapist too. So it kind of works out. You
0: know? Yeah, and, and I'm a coach, coach too. And I coach other people. It's like you need that support. You need that mm-hmm. mentor that's like a like not necessarily above you, but maybe has been through more. Been, you know, yep. than what you've been through in order to kind of flash the light on your path mm-hmm. and guide you in a sense and and inform you in a sense that maybe you haven't taken that that path before. So here's some pointers. Here's some information you need to learn. Here's something you need to look for. So I I agree with you with the whole coaching thing and the mentor thing. And at times it can be financially a bit like straining, but at the same time, what you get out of it is worth all of the money you invest in it. Oh my God. One hundred percent. It empowers you at the very same time too, because you're investing in somebody and because you're investing in somebody, somebody else will also invest in you it's that right. energetic return of like giving and receiving and it's like well if you don't want if you want somebody to buy your product buy somebody else's product put out what you want to receive and support right. what you what you ultimately desire to see and if you see it in somebody else support it exactly i love that that's yeah. me for, for sure perfect. i love 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 your story so much and the fact that you've built such an amazing product for people that is changing lives one shape at a, one less shape at a time <laughs> Yes, right? Exactly. right because it's and and the story that you have with your growth process and where you started and what I love most about what you said is like you find your people and you're not going to be for everyone right your product isn't going to be for everyone but exactly. for the people that it is for have and see value in it and will support you 110% the whole way through and through and your TikTok account and your likes and your views are a reflection of the energy that you are putting forth in your product. And if anything, if anyone takes home just like one little tidbit, which there are a bunch of little gems in this podcast is be okay with putting yourself out there. Of course, 1000%.
1: Because if you didn't put yourself out there. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are like, aren't you worried about what someone said? No, I'm not. I'm really not. Like, I really have, I have no cares about that. Like, I know who I am inside and I know that I treat people great. I'm a kind person, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. I know my worth. So why would I worry about what everybody
0: else thinks about me? I really have. They're not not paying your damn bills. No, they are. they're not your friends obviously so fuck them and there's always going to be that 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 you can't be for everybody because if you're for everyone you're not authentic and you're not authentic in my opinion because you're not going to be for everyone you might have tidbits and nuggets and things that are you know valuable um wisdom wise and knowledge wise but it's okay and being okay with that And being okay with not being accepted by all is also a reflection that you are doing something right because you're able to to really hone in on your niche so to speak and your individuality and that individuality attracts your tribe and the group situation and so powerful. And I'm in the process of attempting to try and do the same on my end with, with my people, but the group thing and being surrounded by people that are also in that empowering mindset mm-hmm. is so money. It, 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 so it really
1: money. is because even like sometimes people like will have girlfriends from high school, which I still do. And it's so great that we could grow together. Uh, There's like five of us that still hang out and it's great, but sometimes people stay friends with people just because they, yes. And it's like, do you really even like them? Do you even like to hang out with them? Are you growing with them? You know what I mean? And I feel like that's such a huge thing that if, if they don't serve you at that time in your life, then that's okay. Then let them go and start with, um, giving your energy to somebody else.
0: Absolutely. And, and have a relationship that is equally supportive as well because you know many of us I'm sure have experienced these relationships where they're one-sided and it's like why am I here like you're you're supposed to be my friend and you're not supporting me in any capacity like okay in some way shape or form like Exactly. Give me, give me me a little something that's like, yeah, you're my girl. Like authentically, like I'm I'm proud of you, you know, I'm happy for you. Like I support you. I will buy your product and I will, you know, share your shit, whatever the case may be and share your story. That is,
1: is huge. It just in some
0: sort of way, I feel like
1: I try and do that with all of my girlfriends in some sort of way. And if it's even like you know sending a little note in the mail or something just to know that they are worthy and amazing people, you know.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what a great pod. And by the way, you're a natural. I'm a natural. You're a natural at this podcast shit. You should have oh. a podcast. You, you need to start mentoring mentoring entrepreneurs and, and- oh,
1: well, I wouldn't say all that, darling.
0: Hey. Sky's the limit, right? But That's it's great right. to like, it's 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 awesome to to be able to be um across, you know, with the Zoom call with you and really truly again just to feel you. Yes. in that's it like all you
1: said that we're doing i'm like yes because i like to talk with my hands and i like to get all
0: excited and yeah like see each other and like i want to feel you i want to hear you i want to be all up in it so yes but but i feel like yeah, that's you. true like when i'm out i'm
1: always like hey what's going on
0: Here you go. <laughs> i'm a wild one shelly i'm a wild one i know that's why i like you girl that's why I like uh, you. Um, love, I love
1: it yeah
0: Thank you so much for all the listeners out there. Make sure you check check out. You chafe out. I was about to ah! say. <laughs> okay.
1: so our, make sure our you. Slogan is, our slogan is: "Thick thighs save lives. Chub rub patch saves thighs." I
0: love that. <laughs> you did know. you make that up?
1: Um, no, one of my friends did while we were having some cocktails.
0: That's, that's so usually I get you
1: credit. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate it.
0: It's <laughs> usually how how the creative juices start flowing, right? It's like exactly. pour a little lick on it and let's see what happens. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well check out Brittany on Instagram, on TikTok, um her website. Buy this chubro patch. Yes and support a girl that is our girl you're a girl's girl you're like the real people's girl that we can relate to and we're just like cheering you on 110 so um thank you so much for again taking the time out to be here and share your story such an inspiration and such powerful points that you've shared and if anyone out there is on the fence of whether or not they need to put something out there in this world Dude, myself included, the pandemic has been such a catalyst, although it's been, you know, rough, not going to lie, but that time that we had to be reclusive and to be, you know, within ourselves and cut off from a lot of different things really brought forth so much creativity, so much passion and so much realization that what, what our nine to five is, is not who we are. Our nine to five is. A stepping stone to get us to where we ultimately need to be, and if you feel that call, if you feel that tug in your heart to step forward in some way, shape, or form whether it's a product, or a way, or a thought process, or a group, or a tribe, whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. step forward. We need you now more than ever, and you will find your drive whether or not you got thick sides or not. I mean, that's right. For me, I'm thinking when I was running marathons, I was like, dang, that would have been fucking nice to put that yeah. shit right here under my arms.
1: We're burning. Here we are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Too late. So could, uh, do that, huh? that, that, that marathon. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to buy that shit. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Shelly, for having me. I had so much fun. I missed yeah, you Yeah, so this much. was fun. This was so much fun. Oh, I appreciate you so much and your time your love, your efforts. And I appreciate you pursuing you. And I appreciate you for pursuing something of value in this world and putting something out of value in this world. Dude, I see you and I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course. It. of course. Thanks again. Bye, thanks. Bye.